code name. One five. Hello, friends. Just a quick note. We had some microphone issues in the beginning of this episode, but stick with it because we fixed it after the first song, and it's a great episode afterwards. So, sorry about that. Some podcasts might do their theme song in post, but I feel like <laughs> we do it live. <laughs> we do it live. It. And it totally gets Don't us. In, it, it gets me pumped. I get all pumped. Mm-hmm. Get all pumped. Yeah, I have a whole preparation thing. I like. I turn on my um, lava lamp at a certain amount of time before we start to get the lava flowing. Wow. I get my. Uh, I, have a, I have a little guitar lamp in the other corner. You turn the guitar lamp on. Lava. <laughs> what? What's funny about my lava lamp? You really have a lava lamp? Yeah. That's cool. That lava lamp. Okay. Here's the story of my lava lamp. I worked in like my sophomore year of college. I worked in a, this warehouse. It was weird. It, so it was one of these old school stores. It was just local in Western New York. And I had a catalog and you could uh, order things from the catalog. And in that warehouse, you had to pull the shit from Dude, the catalog. Every place had a Sears. No, this was this it's is not just unique to New York. No, we but this all is, had Sears. No, no, this is just a local thing. It was called Brand Names. That was the name of the store. Oh, it, was it wasn't a, Sears. No, it wasn't Sears. And um, but I worked in the photography um, part of the place Sears. where they would take pictures of all of the products and put them in the catalog. So I worked with the photographer, and we had to pull the stuff from the warehouse for the photographer to take the pictures. And every once in a while, the guy I worked with, he was like, man, if you really like something, you go to the, the guy who's in charge and ask him if you can have it, if it's one of the photography items. They've already opened the box. So I got a bunch of stuff. I got like, I got the little open box special. What? Little open box special. Yeah. Yeah. And you just keep it. <laughs> you just take it home. Nice. Yeah. So I got the lava lamp. I got this, uh, I got a, a coffee maker, and then I got a uh, a can an electric can opener. One of those things are like magnetic. You stick the can, and it just sticks to it, and it goes just opens the can. There's <laughs> no way if you bought a lava lamp today, it would last 25 years. No, no, yeah, th- yes, this lava lamp. Not only that, I took this lava lamp to college. And uh, at one point, it was a bunch of dudes over partying, and somebody knocked it over. The lava lamp fell, bu- bounced off of a, a metal radiator, <laughs> and just landed on the floor. Like no, it's like slow motion. Like no, and the lava lamp bounced off the radiator and just like totally fine. And to this day, I still have that lava lamp. Nice. Yeah, I'm saying if you bought a lava lamp today, it would it wouldn't last a year. No. This is this is old. This is like they're still making them like they did like when they first came out in the seventies. So like, well, it's just it's just a, a light bulb that gets super hot in the bottom, and it makes this goop heat up and convection like makes the goop move around. Yeah, seems super safe. Yeah, I know, right? That's why I don't leave it on overnight. I have to be very careful about that. I remember one time when I was a kid, we had this 
torch lamp, like the you know, like the floor lamp that shines up on the ceiling, and it was a three way bulb, and the highest went up to three hundred watts. <laughs> it was like 100, 150, so 300 hot. watts or something like that. Super hot. And my brother and I were doing this thing where you uh, write on the paper with lemon juice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You always heat up with the, the lamp. Yeah, heat up with a light bulb, and it turns brown, and you could read it. Otherwise, yeah. it's like hidden ink. Two things about that. Number one, called name. Got a spy kit thing in the mail, and we were trying to do the lemon juice thing, and we realized we only have LED bulbs in the yeah. house. Like you <laughs> literally can't do you it. You have anymore. to use like a lighter, not get too close. But for when I was a kid, we dripped. We we didn't let the paper dry first, and we just dripped lemon juice on this three hundred watt. Uh, torch bulb <laughs> yeah. and it exploded the bulb and, did yes the bulb did oh, no. and the glass went everywhere and it was so hot that where it landed on the carpet it melted the carpet oh, no. and i can remember forever there was like a just the exact same size as like the tip of your thumb and I, I used to like lay on the floor watching tv and i would like like just Stick very like, it just like just fit my thumb in the little thing but there was this there was like a little crater in the rug where the glass the rounded edge of the bulb had landed round side down just melted the rug feeling no guilt whatsoever that you had totally caused that no. melted rug no and it was a peach rug of course <laughs> yeah, of course the house was built in 81 it was a peach yeah. rug yeah this is right. already morning snacking i hit the morning snack nice it's early. It's all snack. We're done already? <laughs> that was it. Open and closed. Do you have anything more? I don't have anything else to say. No. I thought of one silly thing, but it might be too silly. <laughs> like Camelot? <laughs> this, is, this is a silly place. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. All right, go ahead. A little Camelot corner. Yeah, I was thinking if um, you had to decide the members of the Grateful Dead, what house of, um, uh, you know, the, um, what's it called? Harry Potter Harry thing? Potter. Yeah, what, what house would the Grateful Dead members be in? Oh, my word. Yeah, it's silly. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. The craziest I know. thing I thought was, I came to the realization, I'm pretty sure Jerry would have been in Slytherin. No. I think really? so. I don't, Slytherin isn't necessarily just evil, but it's like... I don't know, because it's because the whole thing. It's been calculating though, and I don't think he's calculating, is he? Yeah, maybe not. I don't know, but he, but but it's like, but it's you like don't the think whole, he's like Hufflepuff. I think there, well, that's the thing. The other thing I thought was they're all just Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> the whole Grateful Dead is just yeah. Hufflepuff. <laughs> they should have just been called the Hufflepuffs. <laughs> HR Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're probably all just Hufflepuff. But the thing I was thinking about, you know, who we talked about with Jerry was like, you know, he wasn't peace and love, but he was like this freedom almost at any cost. Yeah. But that kind of could be almost Slytherin. You know what I mean? Yeah, I see. I mean, if it was a calculated decision, I just don't know that his was. Well, I think he's calculated about. I mean, I think he's, it, it was a considered mm. ethos. I wouldn't say I wouldn't. I think you're you're saying calculated when you say saying it to mean thoughtful yes he's thoughtful but i don't think he's calculating yeah it's not yeah it's not yeah i guess i guess there's a difference all right are you ready to get into it i guess it seems seems this is gonna gonna be a fun one i say that every time but i know this one's gonna be super fun it really is because the, the song is so good it's just so good it's a beautiful song oh no the lyrics are great the guitar playing Can is guess what awesome. it is? 
and there's a big jam in every single one. Oh, never and mind. it has an interesting story. Oh, Can timeline's I... crazy again. Hmm. The big jam. Hmm. Nope. I was gonna guess bird song, but that that's not. Well, bird song has monster jams. Yeah. Does it? Yeah. 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 But no, it's not yeah. that. Oh, that was my guess. I'm gonna that's start guessing too, every time now. That's a new thing. That's too much of a. Um, that's a heavy hitter. We're gonna heavy have to, lifting. I'm gonna have to think about that. You one. gotta, you gotta stop shying away from the these things that are the big ones. Now, now, let's okay. not should me to death. <laughs> can I could you to death? <laughs> you can could me with kindness. <laughs> I'm gonna wood you with kindness with my woodness. <laughs> let's not. Let's not do any of that. Here we go. Ready? Are you ready? Yeah, Let's yeah. just get into it because I want to hear it. Uh, yeah. Also, so I'll, I'll pre-sell it a little in a, with a little code. Um, we only have five versions this time because they're a little longer than the other songs we've been Long. doing. The entirety. No, I'm not going to tell you that. That would spoil the story. Let's uh-huh. just get into it. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Monster Jams, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 
sounds so sweet. Phil's playing a nice counterpoint. Mm-hmm. He's walking down? Yeah. Over and over again. Yeah. Very slight, just yeah. overdriven. 
Yeah, it's definitely not clean. It's like it's a clear tone, but it but it's got that little bit of drive on it. Yeah, that's Strato Blaster. The, just the guitar chords, it's just like the strumming is really driving the rhythm. It really is. Tones on the upstroke of the guitar, it making it groove, you know? It gives like a little chicka, chicka, chicka. Yeah, it's chunky. Yeah. Donna thinks Phil's not there. Uh, Sounds like Phil's. That was great, yeah. Uh, here comes Sunshine. That was the first time they ever played it. February 9th, 1973, Roscoe Maples Pavilion, Palo Alto, California. A legendary show that I'm sure we have listened to already on this show. Uh, Roscoe P. Coltrane. Because, <laughs> yes. And Cletus. <laughs> Every time you say that, I'm going to say that. Anyway, go. Go. Anyway, this, this show had the following songs played for the first time ever. Here comes Sunshine. I like that one. Loose Lucy. We listened to that last time. I thought that was familiar. <laughs> they Love Each Other. We did that one before, too. What? Yeah. Wave That Flag, which became U.S. Blues. Oh, really? China Doll. Had a different name? Yeah. China Doll. Hmm. Eyes of the World. Oh, I like that one. Ro Jimmy, all at this show. Yeah. So we will be revisiting this show. Roscoe P. Coltrane. <laughs> Every time. Yes. 1973. February. First time ever. Uh, here comes Sunshine. Do you do you know the song? You like the song? Yes. I don't think we're going to have many songs that I don't like know to some degree, right? I don't, like, I don't know if there's any dead tunes that I don't know. 
Maybe. Can you get, Maybe. I challenge you to find the dead tune that I don't know. Do you know Tons of Steel? Well, okay, if you're going that kind of, is that like late 80s some shit? You didn't answer the question. I don't know it. No. <laughs> <laughs> no day job? Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> that was a controversial song. The fans asked uh, the dead to stop playing it. It was like, don't quit your day job. <laughs> <laughs> Some people were offended. Anywho, so um, February 73, a great, great, great year. 73. Yeah. I will say that the, the vocals didn't quite nail it. There's a some, little bit off. Just the, the harmonies were a little bit off at times. Okay. I'll lie. That was my feeling. Otherwise, really so, great. Great Phil so it, and Jerry counterpoint. Really good. Uh, it's had like three jams in it yeah. already. Yeah. Like right out of the box, three jams. Right. Great. Um, this time they played it in the at set one. It was the second to last song. So they played El Paso. Then they did Here Comes Sunshine. And then they went into playing in the band for mm. a set over. Mm. So it's okay. fun. Yeah, super fun. Let's jump ahead. Four months. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's one of those, <laughs> one of those shows, huh? <laughs> Four <laughs> months. Two days. <laughs> to Vancouver, Canada. The Couve. Yeah. The Couve. Van City, they call it. I, no, they call it the Couve. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Pacific Northeast. What? Coliseum. Huh? P-N-E Coliseum? I know. But it's Vancouver, but it's P-N-E Coliseum. Does that stand for Pacific Northeast? Couldn't possibly. Anyway, it's the northeast side of the Pacific. (laughs) They don't have (laughs) an east side, do they? (laughs) The Pacific does. The ocean. Uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think maybe the ocean named it. Anyway. uh, It's all relative. The North, the Pacific Northwest tour of 73 and 74, those years were great. I think there's a box set about it. Great shows. Anyway, yeah. let's start off set two, June 22nd, 1973. Let's start off set two with a little Here Comes Sunshine. Here Comes Sunshine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Listen to Bobby's guitar. Whoa. Dirty weird. Yes. Is it, oh, is it, is it like, a, like a wah on there? I think it's a Mutron. I think it's a Mutron in the down switch, like the um, I say Mutron. <laughs> we have that? We still have that? Wow, I Why, don't not? Know the, <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> Why not? Uh-oh. But Bobby's guitar is so crazy on this one, and Phil sounds amazing. doing a lot already yeah he's great in the mix yeah i like this mix a lot better than the last one harmony's already better yep that's got to be phil in there i'm hearing phil definitely i don't know which is unusual i don't think phil usually sings when donna's in there right Throat was hurting. 
I love what Bobby plays here. It's, it's like bubbling on because it's got that mm-hmm. warm that neutron sound. Love that. Yeah. The piano is really good there too. Perfect for that. on there too yeah with with the down yeah position move it's insane yeah it makes the whole thing wobbly it sounds like a calliope or something right yeah but when he hits those chords you can hear the, the move really kick in do that chunky dancing in the street sound yeah this oh yeah wow now he's doing the thing that phil was doing last time yes crazy oh my fucking word so nice so nice fucking pure the mix is so much better in this one than the last one say that about every less heavy mix <laughs> but well, I don't disagree do you with you do? I don't disagree well I was having a hard time hearing the drums and stuff too in the last one. Oh, Bobby is playing is so crazy. Yeah. He's playing like 13th and 15th chords. <laughs> oh, yeah. That sound, that's, that's, yeah. Yeah, like the dance in the street sound, you're right. Yeah. Jerry's really laying back on this one. Taking it yeah. easy. And the piano is just vamping perfectly in the background. Yeah. Just letting letting Bobby go off and do crazy shit because the piano is holding down that, you know, rhythmic chord. Yeah. And the piano is definitely the right choice for this song. I don't, I don't know if they'll ever change it. We'll see. I think maybe they shouldn't. That's I don't usually say that. There's a lot of fill. Yeah, bring it up a little bit. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, the piano. Oh, that's great. Phil just makes it turn on a dime by what he's doing. He changes yeah, the whole... Yeah, you hear what Keith is doing, though? Yeah, yeah, it's so good. So good. That's so much to listen to. It's hard. Whoa. Uh... Wow. 
song is just so dense. There's so oh, much going on. What is happening like, right now? I feel like the song in general got a lot of stuff. Bill is insane. Oh, <laughs> Way up in the meatly meatly on the face. <laughs> oh wow. Wow. That's where, that's where Eddie Van Halen learned everything. From Phil? <laughs> right there, that, that little snippet. Speed it up, it's the exact same note for note, it's eruption. <laughs> <laughs> I love this part too. Oh yeah. We're getting, we're getting that train rolling. Yep, yeah, it's driving. That sound that Bobby has is making everything weird and it's perfect. It's like we're listening to an old tape. Yeah. Oh yeah, churning, churning. <laughs> yeah. Jerry's just in the groove right now, just rolling with rolling. Slow build though, just burning. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, the whole ball band's crushing it. Crushing. There it is. Oh, here's J uh, Bobby Mir to Mir to Mir. Everyone's like, no, nobody's taking the lead. No. But it's so much energy. But if you took any one of those parts separately, it'd be pretty laid back. I, I don't even know, man. I, I can't even describe that. <laughs> it can't be described. Yeah. Keep this feeling it. He doesn't usually like hit it that hard. I was at a loss for a while there. Tried to talk and then I couldn't talk. <laughs> what, what can you say? It's just, it's, it's, it's clearly peak music, but it's even peak more than just music. <laughs> yeah, it's like peak life, peak experience. Yeah. Ring the bell. <laughs> I missed it. the singing on this one too. Yeah. Besides the harmonies, I mean like Jerry's vocalization yeah. is just
drums there. I was in the fill. I thought I heard this fill. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's hard not to. Oh, I love what Jerry did there. Yeah. word yeah I mean that is just insanity peppers and that was really good yeah I was trying to trying to fucking say in there man we're not getting it but like I just felt like it was there was so much energy while no single person was really ripping you know what I mean like like you know like they were just building energy but no one was like going like playing tons of notes and like right. and really it was just but it but they built in in the in the feel almost like the groove was still laid back but they were so locked in that it just created so much energy and the crowd was obviously responding to that it just it's hard to even describe but yeah yeah but but this 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 song in particular just has so much more soul for me I, and just because i mean this this song for me always you know here comes sunshine. The whole thing just like it's so visceral for me and just so like you know, it's like an awakening or it's like we can talk about the lyrics and stuff like that. Let's but, get but into I just, it. I, all right. Yeah. Go. I mean, but I will say I don't I don't remember all the verses and stuff. You have to you have to remind me of that stuff. But just the 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 chorus to me, the here comes sunshine is just so it is like this epiphany, you know, like where, you know, you just put your hands in the air and like, here comes sunshine, you know, just like raising your hands and holding them up and just like, you know, this, this visceral experience of something, you know, being like born, right? You know, like right. that, that, that's what it is. It's one of those classic dead tunes that's, it's, it's ageless, it's timeless, right? Even though there's dates given in here, we'll get into that, but it's, it just <laughs> has that timeless feel to it. Um, yeah. that Hunter does so well, but also there are just some trigger words in it that when you hear it, it doesn't, it has 
forget about every other line in the song and how that line may connect to it. Just here comes sunshine is just, I agree. It's, it's insanely visceral and yeah. you can, you can dig into the, the contextual nature of the, of the actual song. And, and it could, and it does, I think it, it could, and it does have a completely different meaning when you consider it in that context, but none of that even matters when you just are also just getting into just the music just takes you over and they just start when you're in the moment. And they just, yeah. And yeah. they just start and saying, here comes yeah. sunshine. It doesn't matter yeah. what any of the previous verses, what did you, you're just like, yes, this is, this is life giving. <laughs> I mean, this is, wait, sun, are we yeah. doing, are we doing the rest of the lyrics or no? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> okay. There is very little background on this song at all. There is a, you mean in terms of like information or people talking about it? Hunter has given one vague note about it. I'll read mm-hmm. it to you. Remembering the great Vanport, Washington flood of 1949. Living in other people's homes. A family abandoned by father. Second grade. Huh. And is that, do we know, wait, is that like uh, autobiographical? No, it's not autobiographical at all. Okay. He, he grew For up him, in California. Right. Yeah. So, um, but he would have been alive in 49 if he was Jerry's yep. age, but very mm-hmm. young. But anyway, um, he may have known about it. I don't know. But, it, but, the, but the, the lyrics are clearly about a flood, right? It's yeah. wake of the flood, laughing water, 49. Although I th- he's actually wrong about that. I believe the Vanport Washington flood was 48. But anyway, get out the pan. Don't just stand there dreaming. Get out the way. Get out the way. Here comes sunshine. Here comes sunshine. So next, next verse, line up a long shot. Maybe try it two times, maybe more, uh, which huh. is interesting. Um, yeah. and, and I guess if you want to draw a connection between this idea of a family abandoned by the father in the second grade... Um, you know, maybe is that the mom dating line up a long shot, try it two times, maybe more, or maybe he, maybe that, I don't know. Maybe that was why he left. Maybe he like gambled his money away or something. Yeah, maybe, maybe next one. Uh, uh, good to know you've got shoes to wear when you find the floor. Why hold out for more? I don't, I don't yeah. know what that means about finding the floor. I guess you're like, you're really discombobulated when you finally find your feet on the ground. It's good to know that you've got some shoes to wear. So is that like the new guy has a little bit of money? And so if you ever like actually are able to find some peace, it's a lot of drama, but you ever actually get feet on the ground, like it's good to know that there's someone there to support you. But I don't know. I almost feel like this is like from the perspective of the kids, right? Where they like, yeah. you know... Be happy with what you've got. Like you've got something. You've got enough. You got enough to get by. But that why it. hold out for more is so desperate, but also so wise. I just and Jerry always yeah. sings it so great. I just love that line. It's one of those lines. Like yeah. take it out of context. It's it's infinitely more um, approachable. I'm not sure the context. I, you know, I I don't know that everything's in context. I mean, you know, sometimes it sounds like there. are you know, with some of these songs we've talked about, like it sometimes it sounds like there's different contexts. Contexts. Anyway. You know, like where where one line doesn't necessarily have to do with with everything else, and I don't know if you can take it in context. I have no idea because there's so little information out there about this one. Right. So let's go on. Yeah. Asking you nice now. Keep the mother rolling one more time. Been down before, but you just don't have to go no more, no more. That's it. Very vague. All right. Here we're gonna go now. 
Here we're going to go now. Here we go now. If you have to look up Here Comes Sunshine and figure out which is the best one, there's really no question according to the hive mind. Okay? This this next version has the trifecta. That is. I thought it was a perfecta. <laughs> no, I know for sure this is a trifecta. Okay. It was on Dick's Picks Volume 1. Oh. If you look up... Well, that's, oh, that's a show, though, right? Yes, but when Dick... <laughs> had to choose the f- when he picked when he picked, he picked first <laughs> of all he had every tape every tape and they said pick one and he picked wait a minute quick wait wait before we go move on quick quick do you think like quick 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 uh, before we move on do you think where dick picks a thing before dick's picks came out no <laughs> like where dick where dick picks only like digital like or did people take like polaroid to their dicks and send it to people in the mail the phrase dick dick pics yeah was way after dick's picks picks. (laughs) yeah without a doubt and he should have fucking sued right well who's gonna sue dicks al gore (laughs) sue the dick (laughs) he invented the inner tube motherfucker yeah dick's picks volume one came out in 93 (laughs) There was no, I mean, there was barely an internet, but there was no, you could not set, there was no texting number one, which is where dick, dick's picks, dick, dick picks do not predate <laughs> texting as, to my knowledge. The, I would like to imagine that there was somebody out there taking Polaroids of the yeah, dick of and there was, sending there it to- plenty of pornography <laughs> since the ancient times, but, but the concept of a dick pick is a text. It is not an emailed photograph. It is not a picture of a penis uploaded onto the internet for then future downloading. But why not? It's just a it's just a pick of a dick. So you could just you could just polaroid your dick, put it in an envelope, send it to Nancy down on Third Street, and then they, you got they yourself didn't a dick call pick. it dick picks. They called why it, not? They called it erotica. They called it pre Maplethorpe. <laughs> Preplethorpe. <laughs> I just think the 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 you know the rhyme the rhyme scheme of dick pick is just I don't know how did someone not come up with that sooner anyway. anyway. Let's move on. Rhyme. It's a rhyme or reason. Don't try to find reason in rhyme. That was okay. very wise. So anyway, Dick's Picks Volume 1 was 12, 1973. If you look yeah. at um, Heady Versions, uh-huh. uh, which is a, a website that lists the fan favorites of a particular version. And only one per song. No, no, no. no. There's... there's, there's oh. They show you all of them in rank, like how many people picked. Uh, ranked, right. So number, number one. Number one, right. this is the number one version doubling. Number two and number three are pretty tied. Number one has mm-hmm. twice as many votes as number two and number three. And yeah, nice. in uh-huh. the Deadhead Tapers Compendium, yes. which is voted on by uh, millions. millions of wise old tapers <laughs> who look like Skeksis. Yeah. <laughs> All three of them chose this same version. I bet they don't look like. I bet they look more like the Mystics than the Skeksis. For all those dark crystal heads out there. <laughs> so anyway, let's listen to it, right? I mean, this is yeah. universally loved as the greatest "Here Comes Sunshine" of all time. You don't even know what the Mystics are. Yeah, it's, they're the same as the Skeksis. They're they're twelve and twelve, right? Yeah, but they're the nice ones. They're the old guys. They look look like hippies. Yeah, hippies. Yeah. 
Yep. Here we go. This the beginning here is we gotta talk about that after the song. It's just so precious. Let's talk about it. Oh, wait, really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it's so gorgeous. It is a sunrise. You know what I mean? Like it is it is the unfolding of a flower. It is like it is again, this like birth and beginning and it is I totally just, feel you on that. I never I never got that, but you're totally right. Yeah, and, and and it just and it's so it's so beautiful, and it's all saying in the when we first started playing the first one that it's like this sort of like orchestral yeah, almost it's like eyes and opening. It's, yeah, yeah, it's like a, a baby opening its eyes for the first time, or a sunrise, or a birth, or the universe star, the Big Bang, whatever you know, whatever you want to say. It's just this this a baby's head crowning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Slowly, the slowest crown in slow motion. Yeah. No, but it really is like a sunrise. To me it is it it, it is the sound of a sunrise. It really is. You're t- yeah. you're you're right on with that. Right on with that. Okay. I just smashed my microphone again. Did you hear that? With your head? No, this time with my glass. Oh, it's, okay. it's already half broken and just waiting. Now it's smashed. <laughs> oh, let's do it. All right, do it again. And Bobby's playing that same weird sound. Oh yeah. It's really nice. So this is six months after the last one. <laughs> oh, that little piano is crazy. Yeah. Nice, nice vocals already. Very clear. Oh, that bend.
drums. Oh, there's a piano there. Really building it up. <laughs> oh yeah. Wow. have a high lonesome sound. I think Jerry's guitar has a high lonesome sound right now. I hear you. It's like it's like a wailing. Yeah, it's just and it's so it's this nice distant sound. It's just like the perfect amount of reverb and the perfect tone. Man, just the, his tone is perfect right here. His bends are just amazing. He's on Wolf by now. It's a little more mid-rangey than uh, Alligator, which is a little more high-end. Yeah, it's, it's twangier, I feel like. This one's pretty chill I and mean, really, pretty laid back. It really is. Just sitting, sitting in it. Like a big bowl of pudding. I know what you're asking yourself. <laughs> Barry and Levon. Where'd you get <laughs> all that pudding? <laughs> They know just to lay, lay it down like that. One drummer, baby. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Oh, Phil. I know. Just playing some like double stop sort of shit there. Jesus. 
just a bill stubs a bill solo. Should do more. Com- <laughs> you should, no. do, should do more commentary, but then. I mean, we're gonna talk. We're, we'll get. We'll talk about it. But that's insanity. Yeah. Insanity. And Bobby with those little trills yeah. there. Yeah. Just he does them over and over and just yeah. get so relaxed during a podcast you just fall asleep <laughs> no but I took a shit once <laughs> podcast <laughs> podcast
but it's like single note rhythm guitar stuff. came and there it went here she comes and there she goes my mouth is just too wide and my forehead is too big <laughs> i mean my mouth is just too wide <laughs> what is that from it's a it's from when a saturday night live uh it was tom hanks what and somebody that? else and like just you know like every time like a girl walks by she's like hey and then like here she comes and there she goes my mouth is too wide and my forehead is just too big <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a that, that was a surprisingly large chunk of my childhood that, <laughs> that quote right there <laughs> really that's awesome me too oh, i love that yeah I me too awesome. um so anyway yeah december 19th 1973 you can see why that is yeah but i mean i it was i but i think it was on par with the other ones i liked it i liked the other ones too you know what the one this before I, this one i think well, yeah it was as good yeah it really was i mean they were different i think but, the but, i think the thing is the vocals were a little bit better you know that's that's the thing that put it over the top is that like Jerry's vocals were a little uh, just a little the the mix was good Jerry's vocals were right in a nice sweet spot and then the harmonies were a little mm-hmm. bit better mm-hmm. maybe yeah yeah but but the um you know the, the, the musical themes and whatever oh yeah you could argue you could argue one over the other there was one point I just felt like that during the jams there was a few they were just referencing things there was like a, a reference that just sounded like when Jerry's playing some notes it just sounded like a jam that he would do in the early days of like a Saint Stephen jam or something like that I don't know whatever but yeah that was in the the prior one. Oh, was that yeah that was the prior oh, one shit, yeah shit, for sure true. for sure <laughs> so that was December 19th 1973 okay. we, wait what year did we start in again February of 73. <laughs> we're an hour and like we're an hour yeah. and a half into the show right now. Yeah. <laughs> we made we've it a couple. Three, we made it a few months. <laughs> we've heard 373. <laughs> Let's jump ahead to 74. Okay. Shall we? Whew, got out of that 73. <laughs> it's close one. I thought maybe we'd stay in 73 for a while there. And this, this show mm-hmm. in 74... Just so happens to be the very next time they played Here Comes Sunshine from the last one we just heard. (laughs) Yeah, weird. But February 23rd, 
1974, Winterland, San Francisco. These are the, of course, um, these are the farewell yeah, shows, yeah, right? Yeah, Winterland, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, so, here comes Sunshine, smack dab in the middle of set one, coming out of Mexicali Blues. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Effects on Bobby anymore. Not as much. It still seems a little worldly, yeah, but maybe. It's, it's not the same. No. Oh yeah. But what he's playing is amazing. Yeah, and it's up front. It's real. It's real nice. Like real clean. No reverb. I know. It really is. Yeah. Which is perfect because. What he's playing is amazing. Yeah. Sounds real, real close for some reason. Bobby's guitar. This is all Bobby right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got a little warble to it, you're right. It does, it really it's does. It's real subtle, though. Yep. Oh, man. <laughs> I love hearing Bobby this up front. Great. He's amazing. Yeah. He might be the second best guitarist ever. <laughs> I, I would never blame anybody for having that opinion.
leveled. We got the levels. Next break. them together is amazing. Yeah, it's so good. It's probably better than an octave pedal. Yeah, I would say. Bob Weir and Will Lesh. <laughs> if I had Bob Weir and Will Lesh in a pedal? You said Will Lesh. <laughs> Willie, Willie Lesh. Little Willie Lesh. A little less Willie. part to the chunka chunka part yeah that that little that super hard core that keith lays on is so critical yeah turning that corner he just smashes it and the whole thing just 90 degrees right yeah he's a little that's what i'm saying he's a little more smashy on this song than he is other times Too. 
cool. Truly. I mean, it really is just... It's alchemy, right? Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that after this, too, in the break. I, yeah, I can talk about that. can. They're doing everything with it. There really isn't even any changes. They're just kind of... No, it's just, they're just, they're just wrapping themselves in it. Yeah. Just expressing it. There's so many things I want to talk about right now. There's so many things I want to talk about. We, we need to take a long break here and talk about some shit. I mean... <sighs> yeah, okay, that was great. But there's a lot of things we need to talk about because it's just there's so much. Go! Go! The levels. First of all, the levels. Preach. The levels, um, you know, they... they <clears throat> not, I don't even know if it was in this version as much, but the, maybe the previous version one before that. But they, they seem to like take it up a notch and then live in that level for a little while. And then they take it up another notch and then live in that level for a while. And and the levels aren't necessarily like, they're not going faster. They're not necessarily playing more notes, but it's just like, it's just more energy. And I don't even know where it comes from. You know, that, that was my, 
I had the exact same thought. Like I'm, I'm comparing, I can't help but do it, but I compare it to fish, right? Yeah. And Trey is the master of, Trey is the master of having this measure is at this level and then the next measure I'm going to take it to the next level and the next measure I'm going to take it to the next level. And so by the time, so by the time we get to the actual peak, if you look at the waveform of the seven minute song we just played, yeah. it's perfectly linear, like the expansion of the waveform, right? I yeah. mean, it's just like, he's got that down to a T, he's got it down to a science and right. he knows, okay, so this time I'm going to hit this, I'm going to land on the six and the next time I'm going to do, I'm going to do the, the five and then when, he's got it, he's has it to get down to a science. Yeah. Jerry doesn't appear to be doing any of those tricks. But it's not just it, but it's not Jerry. It's it's yeah, it's a whole band. No, exactly, exactly, exactly. But when you hear most of the time, when you're hearing the changes from one ver- one one phase of the song to the next, it's Jerry signaling those changes, and yeah, it's it's just every next level gets to the next. But it's not like because the volume gets louder. It's not because they're shifting a key. It's not because one person is like all of a sudden, like my analogy for fish, you know, it's always like four guys with shovels shoveling coal into a steam engine. Like nobody's like shoveling coal faster than anybody else. Like they're just, it's, it's just, it just everybody at the same time just lifts. And that leads to my next thing that I want to talk about, which is, one time in the car, I remember driving with my kids and they're like, Daddy, wouldn't it be cool if magic was real? And I said, well, if I had to say the closest thing that I've experienced to magic, it is the spontaneous creation of really great music. And, and so that, that's, but that's what this is, right? Like that, that, okay. Uh, let me pause. Yeah. I completely agree. And when you started saying that, I got nervous because I thought you were going to say The Grateful Dead. And I was going to get like, I was going to instantly feel like self-conscious and cringy about it. But you just said music, period. Yes. And allowed for any band to do that. I could not agree more. I could not agree more. What I was thinking of was when when I've experienced it myself, which I won't put on the same level as The Grateful Dead. But when you're in the middle of a jam, and it may sound crappy to somebody else who's out there listening, but when you're in the middle of the jam and you know you've created something new and you know you're in the pocket and you know you're building that energy and you know you're staying at that level like we were just talking about, when you're in the middle of that, when you're part of it, there is nothing more magical when you're part of it. It's incredible. I mean, it's just, there's nothing, but, 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 and then, but, but even if you're, and you're just uh, uh, in the audience of any band doing it and you can experience it and be, and hear it and know that it's happening again, it's incredible. It's magical. Yeah. And I would put any levels on that. So if the band is doing it, amazing. If you're there in the crowd at that show where it's happening, incredible. Yeah. If you're you and me, 40 years later yeah. listening to it now yeah. still fucking amazing <laughs> i mean it never gets it never there's no expiration date on it right and, that, and that's kind of and we've talked about this a little bit before and on a much 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 smaller level like if our podcast could infect anybody i think right? it's the, pronounced mooch mo- the mooch on the mooch level if our podcast could influence anybody's day like how magical is that right just who cares but like it's you know, matters to us. The other point I wanted to make was 
in talking to some people about this podcast, some people say like, I think people who don't listen to a lot of music or don't listen to a lot of dead or who don't have, don't know about the effects or don't know about the guitars. Like what, like they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like you said that there's some person, this person was doing this thing and like, I never hear it. Half of the stuff you're talking about. <laughs> so, you know, I think, and the thing is, you and I are generally like a mutual appreciation society and like we kind of hear everything in the same way, but I don't think that's necessarily right. You know what I mean? Like we have, we are in tune with this. Oh, no, no, I'm not. Right. I would never tell anybody else how to listen to anything. Exactly. But, but, but I'm saying like you and I, we, we are kind of like, we just hear things in a similar way. I mean, you know, yeah. when I'm at shows, I see people high-fiving. I'm like, what are they high-fiving about? <laughs> right. But then, 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 then me and Call Paul, you will turn on and instantly want to high-five each other at the same time. Right. And other people don't want, aren't, would never even think of high-fiving at that time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a, weird, so what, it's a weird thing though, right? Well, yeah, it's totally weird because we're right and everybody else, those <laughs> other people are, are so wrong. Right. But even, and even, even those, they should go home. Yes. But even between you and I, I think like if, you know, you have definitely, uh, you know, increased my appreciation of Bobby's playing. And I'd like to think that maybe I've had an influence on what you hear from I, Phil. I totally thought you were going to go into how I didn't get that Inception jam at that fish show. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. I didn't get the Inception thing. I didn't get it. Well, we you called were all over it. We had a moment. I, I didn't understand it. I was just like, the ground seems really soft right here. <laughs> it was muddy. Was it was very, very muddy. The ground was very soft. Yeah. So that was February 23rd, 1974. The Winterland Farewell Shows. Again, that was smack dab in the middle of set one. So we listened to the song. We listened to the... The, the time they played this prior, right? Mm -hmm. 12, 1973. The greatest Here Comes Sunshine of all time, according to everybody. Yeah. May or may not agree. We listened to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> which is February 23, 1974. Yeah. Let's listen to the very next one. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Shall we not? We, let's, shall we go? You and I. Dece this, this one is on December 6th. 1992. Okay. What? Not 92. Oh, the next yes. time. Oh, yeah, crazy. Yeah. 92. Oh, the very I thought you meant okay. Wow. So, what so they played 121973. Yes. Universally agreed to be the greatest. The greatest the greatest here comes sunshine ever. And then they just didn't play it. Hold played on it one a more time. They played it one more time. Right. A little over two months later at the Farewell Winterland shows. Yeah. And then never played it again until, until 1992. That's weird, man. What are they doing? What are they doing with themselves? No Brent ever. Never a oh, Brent. Just a guy from the tubes. Straight to the tubes. Straight to the tubes. And why they did that? There's yeah. almost no information no. about why. Word. So speculation is that the vocals, the harmonies were super high range and hard to yeah. sing. Sounded tough. Yeah. Also, they played at the Farewell Winterland. So it's like that really was the goodbye. So yeah, they came and back they and took a break fixed. after that. So they didn't, they didn't yeah. bring it back and then right. they just never brought it back. Yeah. Until mm -hmm. Vince Wellnick joins the band. And in 1991, 
Vince Wellnick's band called the Affordables opens up for huh. Jerry Garcia band. Oh, crazy. Halloween 1991. And then he's like, in 92, he's like, let's do that song. And Jerry's like, wait, was that part of the reason that Vince ended up in the dead? I don't, I don't know. I, I have no idea how we ended up there. I really don't. Huh, okay. I, I don't, and I, and, and, 99.99% of my being tells me it's not worth looking into. <laughs> <laughs> well, but we do a podcast now, about it. It's not worth looking into now. Right. The time may come. Yes. It is not ripe. But in 92, Vince is part of the band. And he's like, he let's is. do Here Come Sunshine. <laughs> Everybody's like, um, does anybody have a copy of Wake of the Flood? I don't think it was even on CD at the time. Like, there right. was no way to get it. Vince is like, my band does a version of it. It's different. It's a different arrangement. We start with acapella, but let's learn that version. Whoa. And and the fucking dead learn that version. Weird. And so December 6th, 1992, they play Here Comes Sunshine. So on this, I don't know how, how often this happens, but on this podcast, we listen to three in a row versions. 12, 1973. 22374 Yeah, consecutive versions with Conse- no three no, consecutive versions. No occurrences of this song happen in between those. None consecutive. And the normal caveats about 92 apply. Here we go. Okay. And and that that insane metal sound. Yes. That is, that is Bobby's guitar. Oh no. And he uses that through the entire song. Oh, it's ill-advised. insane. It's insane. What is he doing? Sounds like one of those boss like metal distortion it's pedals. It's total boss. Metal it's the metal zone. Uh, there's a splice there. Crowd loves it. Harmonies are good. They're not terrible. I think they're good. Whoa. Right? Whoa. Phil bombs. Bobby's guitar sound is insane. So distorted. Why do you even have that pedal? Whatever it is, metal zone. It's that victim of the or the crime sound. Is it a rap pedal? (laughs) I don't know. It's insane. Fisher Price toy piano. <laughs> yeah, what a weird idea. It's like harpsichord, right? Yeah, it's just weird. Phil, though, right? Yeah, that's good. And Jerry sounds good. 
Oh, there's some weird like, well, like a uh, drum, like Mickey probably has some weird like V drum. Yeah. Baby tried to turn it's like Super Mario shit. <laughs> yeah, weird. Oh, yeah, chip 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 Fucking awesome! <laughs> it's like the the song is songwriting so strong that it withstands ridiculous bullshit. And, and and Phil's decision to just to just sit on those strong notes yeah. and let them ride is just it holds it down for sure. There's a lot of other weird shit going on. Here's not getting too crazy. definitely lost a step here, but... What is that? That's those drums, I think. Is that the laser sound? <laughs> <laughs> it's lasers. It's so crazy. <laughs> Mickey's like, do you mind if I play the lightsaber on this song? <laughs> Sound. I don't Asking love his tone, but if that's his tone, he is playing that tone perfectly. Yeah. It's so perfect what he's doing. He's mastered it. It wouldn't be my choice, but it's so good. Yeah, he's he's doing it right. I mean, it's like psychedelic because it's just so crazy. Why hold out for more? It's a real free-for-all. But Jerry's singing 40 yeah. years later or whatever it is. Yeah. So good. Still good, yeah. And the harmonies are actually really good here. It's 20 years.
he's playing is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like um, Mickey is hitting like a big wire. It's like pew 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 pew. Sounds really good. That sounds like the Beatles. Yeah. And the electric piano sounds good. It's weird, but I mean, yeah, it just makes it weird in a good way. <laughs> Off into the space. Pew! <laughs> My word. <laughs>
You're a cheater. But what he is doing has so much depth and crunch and chew. It's fucking chewy. No, but, I, no, but the not- guitar that he's playing is so fucking chewy on those early versions. They're like he is playing the role of the keyboard and, and that's the, fine, the, but you can't and keyboard corner. You can't talk about that before you talk about Keith because Keith, is, fine, Keith fine. is doing a lot of good okay, stuff. Because okay. Keith fine. is Keith is like he is crushing some chords, literally just like smashing his hands down on some chords to like make shit turn around. You're right. You're right. You're right. I don't want to take away from what Keith is doing because what he's doing is insane. Yeah, he's smashing, bashing. <laughs> What's going on? Your, what's happening to your voice right now? <laughs> I, I'm holding in a hiccup. I think. Why, why are you crying? Why are you crying about Keith? Stop it's crying. So, so fucking beautiful. <laughs> it's it's so good. I don't and I want to take away from him, but he but but I think we can't have a keyboard corner without calling attention to the fact. But that what it's do you like, mean that I don't? But Bobby, is Bobby t- and Keith like oh. almost changed places in some way. Why well, you say that too many times? Now you said the last episode too. <laughs> they're they're. But 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 I I don't know because I I don't I don't agree because I think in this case I think Keith is fang, playing a very traditional piano part where he's playing chords where he you know because he's just banging out chords okay, which is a right, more you're, traditional you're, and Bobby is playing a lot of like milu milu like those you know milu milu like those weird like runs and playing single notes which is a very guitar-y sort of thing though not a standard rhythm guitar thing at all because it's nuts but i don't think it's very keyboardy and so i don't know that i agree you're right i was shoehorning you're totally right you're, you're absolutely right i was shoehorning. <laughs> all right admit um, it. what what keith is playing when he was banging on the piano chords it sounded so good yes so good and what but and what Bobby was doing is so different from what I'm used to him doing with this super thick. I mean, the sound is fucking thick. Well, and it, but and it we're used to hear too. I mean, you get that mutron and, and wobbly sound. But even that, sound. even that is fucking thick. Yeah. And what we what we're used to hearing Bobby play. Oh, it was like a more clean, like thin, a like super yeah. clean, yeah, piercing, true. Yeah, sharp, yeah. high in the mix. Mm-hmm. Super. So you're talking more on the level of like the tone and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not just what he's the, playing, the, um, right? The space that Bobby is filling is so interesting to me in this song. Oh, yeah, because he's normally just super piercing, cut through the mix. I am the rhythm. I am stabs. I am just doing my own thing on this hollow, arch top, super high just high pass filter shit but on this one what he is yeah. doing instead yeah, yeah. Is, it's it's a chunky like you're saying mid-rangey it's chunky, chunky yeah. mid warbly there's yeah. modulation no, on it. it in a way that we are not used to hearing bobby in this era at least maybe later 90s with the wah when he was playing that slide all that shit put that aside in the fucking 73 74 time frame that we're dealing with here for the most part this is a strange place in the mix for bobby to be and i fucking love it all right you take us home i'm done (laughs) 
You're done like dinner. Yeah. I just wanted to say the the this song to me, the uh, an analogous to a fish song would be free. Like, you know, because like that whole like I'm free thing, like where you just feel like there's this feeling, uh, like visceral feeling of being free, like kind of like here comes sunshine, kind of that same sort that. of visceral yeah, feeling. You know what I mean? A, it's, it's a free feeling, but also free has like a driving beat to it. Like, yeah, like this does. I, yeah, I, I feel you. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I think, I think that was a really fun one. I totally agree. Good choice. And I think, uh, yeah. So, um, what else we, uh, people can reach us at the GD code names at Gmail. Uh, we're on GD code names on Twitter and, um, Reddit and, uh, what's the other one? Instagram. So yeah, please if you reach have, out. If you have any thoughts at all, please hit us up like on yeah. Reddit especially I'm on there. Um, I would love to hear whatever you have to say because yeah. we're, we're, we're um, just so excited that people are listening to this and if Still you have anything, yeah, if you have anything <laughs> to say, please let us know. Right. All right, man. I think that's it. I think we said it all many times and, and a lot of things we can't possibly use. So, we, um, <laughs> a lot, so many stories. It, we did it all and we said it all. Yeah. All right. All right. Judge not, lest you be judged.